I'm WSB's Eric Erickson. Atlanta's evening news is coming up at 5. Between now and then, if there's a traffic red alert, breaking news, severe weather alerts, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will not hesitate to break in. And we'll have more during Atlanta's evening news from 5 to 7. Depend on it. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. He is the one, the only, Jamie Dupree, sir. How are you? Hey, Sean, I just uh, ran back up here uh, from downstairs in the basement of the building where uh, House Republicans were just meeting behind closed doors. Obama brief- trade. Yeah, no, no. Actually, this no. is on the health law, getting briefed on the basics of what they might do with the Obama health law both with regards to a possible ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court and just sort of, yeah. in general, their effort to try to repeal it. What's what's being floated for both Republicans in the House and Senate is basically this. They would use budget reconciliation to approve, so that means no filibuster, just in the Senate, 51 bare votes, to approve a plan to both repeal the health law, all the taxes involved in it, and also then set up a, an interim plan in case the court strikes down the subsidies to allow people who have insurance right now and are getting it through the, uh, the the health law to still get those subsidies and still get insurance. In the meantime, while uh, the Congress figures out what to do next in terms of what kind of health law, you know, how to craft something to replace the Obama health law. Will they law. be ready to do this, Jamie, as soon as that court decision comes in? We're, we're, we're talking about the Burwell decision? Well, that would be the hope, but of course the court could theoretically rule as early as tomorrow. There's more decisions. They have 17 rulings left in this year's yeah, term. What days do we get? Mondays and Thursdays? Well, that's usually. They added Thursday for this week, so tomorrow the 18th, then Monday the 22nd, I would, I would assume that unless the court wants to finish the week of the 22nd, that we would get maybe Thursday the 25th, and then maybe Monday and Tuesday the 29th and 30th. That's just sort of my ballpark guess. They could try to rush it and get it all done next week if they wanted to, but uh, then they would be ready, they, the Republicans, with something as soon as that ruling occurs. But, of course... You know, who knows? It could be if the if the ruling doesn't come until the week of the 29th, lawmakers aren't even scheduled to be here. They're supposed to be gone on their July 4th break. So we'll have to wait and see. But it's obvious the Republicans are looking at trying to come up with something to both help people who might lose subsidies and then, you know, look toward what you replace it with. I would gather, though, from and I haven't seen any paper on this. It's just a number of members that we interviewed and them giving us their read of what they were briefed on inside. I would have to say I bet that there will be people who will say, well, if you're going to help these people who lose the subsidies in order to keep them uh, getting health insurance, that's going to be viewed as some as an extension of the Obama health law. You know what I'm saying, Sean? Yeah, I do. Because imagine you are getting subsidies through healthcare.gov. That gets struck down by the court. And I come in and I say, well, geez, guys, maybe we ought to keep them going for another you know, year mm-hmm. or two years. And somebody say, yeah, well, that's just that's the Obama health law. You're just keeping that going. So we'll wait and see whether there is a pathway to 218 votes and a majority on this in the House of Representatives. I assume they want to use the sweetener of a full repeal as part of this to bring people on board. But again, we haven't seen any hard and fast plan written down or anything like that. This well, is just what has been floated to put Republicans in both the House and what, Senate. What's interesting is the president has already telegraphed that he is he might go a little rogue once again against the Supreme Court and be critical of their decision. Um, And I think that, you know, he and he's out there trying to, I think, lobby politically and say, well, it's only a one sentence fix. That's all we need. One sentence fix. 
Yeah, He's remember never what we're going to get here. That he wants ever. Yeah, both sides are going to try to frame. We've been seeing this for weeks. You know, the the Democrats going to point down the street, uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, and say to the House and Senate and the Republicans, "Hey, it's your fault. You got to get something done here." And the Republicans will point back and say, "Are you kidding? You're the ones that came up with this cockamamie idea. You need to fix it." So we're going to have a lot of that battle going on until we see exactly what the U.S. Supreme Every, Court decides. Everybody tries to, do. to read the the court during questioning, and the consensus that I've been reading for those that watch the arguments that were given. I think you were in the courtroom at the time, weren't you? Were uh, you yes, in? I was, yeah. Um, is that it would be Kennedy this time, not Roberts, who, who might go with the minority. It might be the swing vote here. Yeah, it, uh, listen, having been in both of those uh, big arguments over the last few years, you can't judge I, I, just, I just don't want to even try to predict because I don't think anybody would have predicted what we saw the first time around. And uh, so, look, the court, if there's anything that's possible here over the next couple of weeks, only 17 rulings left uh, for the U.S. Supreme Court this term. Do you see the story about the, in the Daily Caller about the IRS finding 6,400 new lowest learner emails and they didn't release them? And the reason that they gave is that they wanted to make sure that the emails are not duplicates. They don't want to waste people's time. And then Investors Business Daily had a massive takedown of the IRS calling it a rogue agency. Did you see that? I did not see the IBD story, but yeah, that one about the uh, the duplicative emails, uh, shall we say that excuse rings a little hollow with Republicans here in the Congress, of course, who think that uh, what we found out a few weeks ago at a hearing was that there had been a special panel set up that involved the commissioner of the IRS to determine what needed to be sent to the Congress in terms of document requests and what did not. And, uh, you know, uh, I think I think a lot of GOP lawmakers would like to hear from the inspector general uh, that uh, has been uh, watching over all this to figure out whether or not these are duplicate or whether or not they're just being held back. Speaking of IBD, Investors Business Daily, they have an article out there today. Does Obama know that there's a cyber war going on, talking about the Chinese hacking into our government systems? And we know it's at least four million. And, and now there's speculation that there might be more. And that was well, I'll tell you, by- I, I don't even think it's speculation, Sean. Um, I know people who haven't worked here in the Congress in over a decade who got uh, a, a letter from the Office of Personnel Management over the weekend that said that their personal information had been exposed in that hack. So, you so know, we might be we, talking about like 50 to 100 million people. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what the number is, but think about it. First, we were told it was only uh, current federal uh, executive branch employees. Well, con- members, you know, the congressional staff and people who worked up here on the Hill are not executive branch. I know uh, somebody who hasn't worked here in about seven years who got a letter. I also know people who work here right now who got letters and others in the exact same offices who did not. So I don't know what the, you know, what yeah, the what's reason the determining that, factor, right? Yeah. The, the, to me, there seems to be no rhyme or reason as to why some people in one office who have worked side by side for years got the letter. Some did not. You want some my speculation people, on that? It's, yeah, go ahead. It's typical government incompetence. That, that's what I was just about to say. I wonder if that's part of it rather than they know exactly. But then again, Maybe they know exactly what, uh, uh, where the hack occurred, et cetera. I'll tell you this, lawmakers in the hearing yesterday with the OPM chief were not very happy, and I would think that the OPM uh, leader down there, Kathleen Archuleta, that she's on a little bit of um, a teetery ground right now is the way I would put it, because her answers clearly were not embraced by members it's, of either party. Here's what's part. worse than that, though. Fe- there's an AP story out today how federal officials knew of this cybersecurity issue ahead of this data hack by the Chinese. Oh, the IG had repeatedly warned. That's the thing yeah. about this. And the they, odd they said is, to shut it down. They warned yeah. them, you're going to get hacked. Shut yep. it down. And they, they were told repeatedly about that. And the reason that they found the hack, ironically, is not that they found it in a prescriptive way. They found it in sort of a postmortem as they were using new tools to go through 
the Office of Personnel Management files, and then they discovered that somebody had been in there. So it yeah. wasn't that they were able to stop it, and they found it. They found that it had been going on maybe for a while. You mentioned, uh, I want to get back. By the way, back. do you, you want to apologize to me yet? Because you mocked me when I said that Bernie Sanders was on the rise, and, and then that poll came out of Wisconsin where it was 49-41, Clinton over Sanders. Poll. That was the straw poll. Yes. And then you've got these new polls out today that show that he's doing extraordinarily well against her, and I'm both... Uh, in New Hampshire, in one particular poll, the Suffolk poll. I think what Bernie Sanders has been able to achieve is that he has become the focus now, sort of the anti-Hillary candidate. You know what I mean? That it's uh, it's it's something that Martin O'Malley, I think, would have dreamed of being or, you know, any other Democrat that would have dreamed of getting in that position. And for whatever set of reasons, Bernie Sanders has been able to get there. And yet we still have polling that comes out today from uh, Quinnipiac and yep. their polls, which showed even though her numbers, her being Hillary Clinton, even though her Florida, Ohio and Pennsylvania keep going up and more and more people keep saying they have troubles with her integrity. She still uh, beats almost everybody from the Republican side in each of those important states. Uh, what I'm about to say is going to sound foolish to people. Why I think that part of the poll is meaningless versus the part that shows that. Uh, right. I knew you were going to laugh. You know, in Florida, it's 51 percent have a negative view of her, 53 uh, percent in Ohio and 54 percent in Pennsylvania. Um because the Republicans don't have a candidate. You're, you're talking no, about no, a No, I don't name. think that's ridiculous at all. I think that's a very important point. It is a very important point that when you have a multiple-choice poll like this, it can come out differently. I, I don't think there's anything to, uh, there's no reason to laugh at an observation like that. But I still do think it's important that despite her increasing negatives, that she still wins in those polls. Yeah, look, I, I'm, from my perspective, I think that once you get a Republican candidate, and there's one other thing that I would factor in here, is everything that we've been talking about, now she's had two launches to run for president, and everything that we've been talking about is is just, and all the negativity surrounding her campaign, and all the corruption, and Benghazi, and servers, and Saudi Arabia, and the Clinton Foundation, and on and on and on and on and on, um, does not include a Republican attack on her yet. They haven't even begun to really educate the masses that don't pay attention to politics until kind of like the last hour. That makes sense. Um, no, I mean, they've been I mean, hitting could, her, but I, I see what you mean that they haven't in, engaged in. There hasn't been a concerted advertising uh, effort against her or to hit and out. They, her. Yeah. And that's coming. I mean, that's oh, the sure point. It is. Sure. And I wanted to circle back to what you mentioned at the top, and that is on the, the late breaking news here also on the Hill, is it looks like that we're going to have a vote tomorrow on Thursday in the House to approve just the fast-track trade legislation, what's known as the TPA, mm-hmm. as a standalone measure. Uh, there are evidently meetings going on this afternoon at the White House involving uh, pro-trade Democrats in the president, not anti, but pro-trade Democrats. So some arm twisting going on there, and it may go on this evening as well as the congressional picnic is tonight at the White House. From what I was told, what's the congressional a, picnic? What's that? Uh, the the president invites down all members of Congress, and they have uh, all kinds of you know like barbecue and burgers and hot dogs out on the South Lawn of the White House. With, and by the way, with who pays for all that? Uh, you certainly. Well, I would assume that it's part of the White House entertainment budget. Gee, I'm so glad which that means I, you pay. I'm for so it, glad. Yes. I'm so glad we can pay for their little hot dog and 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 barbecue picnic. Meanwhile, they can't find nearly three billion dollars of Obamacare money. Isn't that nice of them? And the economy, by the way, the government pointed out that government debt is going to rise to 107 percent of the economy in the year 2040, and right now it's what 74 percent. 
Oh, you're being a wet blanket again, huh? Just yeah. kidding. How, well, how, how, how dare I think about our children and grandchildren? That's Back awful. on Fast Track, from what we've been told, this vote tomorrow in the House would be approval only of the Fast Track bill, not the worker assistance part, the TAA, which failed last week. I still haven't seen the details, but basically, nerddom alert here, this would be set up in terms of a motion to agree to a Senate amendment to a House bill with amendments to so they can send it back to the Senate and make it easier for them to possibly just adopt the fast-track trade bill to send that to the president for his well, approval. let me ask you about that, works. because yeah. Congressman Jeff Duncan of South Carolina is going to be on next, and he has no intention of being one of Speaker Boehner's henchmen. He voted no on the trade bill and its provisions. And I would and, assume they'll expect him to vote no again. Okay, and then we're going to see what happens there, and... Uh, and it's interesting that those people that whipped the votes that went against the leadership have been punished. Uh, that's the way it goes. If you're going to be a member of the leadership team and you go against the boss, the boss does reserve the right to take that job, that plum job away from you. So basically you give up any any identity of your own and you basically become a rubber stamp for whatever Boehner wants. Uh, that I would say that that's been true of just about every speaker. Yeah. If you cross the boss, just think of it where you work. If if you're if people working for you cross you repeatedly, um, you know there's only so far that you'll allow you, them you, to you go. You cross me every single day, and well, you don't really work for me. But I mean, you're a reporter on the program, and and you, everybody on my team gives their opinion. Everybody on my team tells me whether they agree. Oh with yeah, me or there's disagree. opinions here. But when it comes down to when they say I need your vote on X. Um, sometimes there is a little punishment meted out. We're just being told the Rules Committee in the House will meet in 20 minutes to start work on uh, the rule go. governing consideration of that fast-track bill for tomorrow. How exciting. The very thing the American people don't want. I hear the calls to the Capitol are 30 to 1 against, but that doesn't stop them. That looks like, uh, again, it's about 80, what was it last week? I think 86 or 87 percent of Republicans voted for the fast-track bill and uh, the other 13, 14 percent of the Republican side against. All right, Jamie Dupree in Washington. Thank you, Jamie. We'll See check you, in with Congressman Jeff Duncan uh, on this, and we'll get your calls in, I promise, in the next half hour. You want to join us, it's toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, then at the top of the next hour, we're going to go over this presidential politics uh, with Deneen Borelli and Eric Guster and much, much more. We'll go over these polls. Hey, listen, dads, uh, Father's Day is Sunday. And if you're like me and you've been dropping little itsy-bitsy hints all month about wait, what you may want for your family to give you, um, it's probably not a new tie. If you're like me, it's probably something electronic. And I don't care if it's a TV, a tablet, a smartphone, an iPad, GPS, all the good stuff that, that we dads love. The good news is you don't have to overpay for insurance in case the electronic product breaks, which happens all the time. You can literally protect all of these things with SquareTrade.com, Square Trade uh, Protection Plans. Uh, literally can save you hundreds of dollars a year when you protect your smartphone and all sorts of other items that you might be giving dad, appliances, electronic devices. In other words, that protects you from malfunctions, accidents. If you drop it in the toilet, if you spill something on it, your kids spill something on it, it's going to save you money. It's about half the price of the insurance from providers. For example, if you're getting a phone, they cover laptops. They even cover your lawnmower. That's right, lawnmowers. So if you get a tablet, if you get an iPhone, an iPad, even a lawnmower, whatever, don't worry. Square Trade will protect it for you. Go to squaretrade.com, and right now you can give a squaretrade.com gift and save money to Dad this Father's Day. Squaretrade.com. That's squaretrade.com. In a sea of government lies, he's... 
is the beacon of truth. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.